Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying, trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Welcome back to What The Gap Podcast, guys. You're joined by your host, Kenzie. And AJ. And you may be listening on a Monday morning when this has just dropped, or you may be listening later in the week. Either way, I hope it's been a great start to your day. I hope you're enjoying your wind down. It's Saturday morning and we're recording our second episode. I can't believe it's episode two already. Oh, it's been an amazing week. Like, we were so touched by the feedback that we received to the first episode. Obviously, it was just the introduction (laughs) episode, but you guys said that you got so much value out of it. It was honestly so cool, and we went to an event earlier in the week, which we'll probably discuss in our little weekly summaries, Yeah. but we went to an event, and oh, it was just so nice to see everyone, and for them to be like, congratulations on the podcast, and <laughs> say they listened, and even learn like when they listened, and yeah. you know, I was at the gym, I was walking home from work, or I was on the train or something, we're just yeah. like... That's so cool that we were in your ears. I know, there was so much love, and like I got so many messages from people I haven't heard from in years, saying that they listen. I was just like, what? And like, it's so how? weird because like podcasts are like having a conversation with someone. It's just like that real insight, eh? Yeah. It's so cool. No, it was, it was a really good week. On another note, me and AJ are both suffering pretty badly with the hay fever in Melbourne at the moment. Oh. So if you find our voices are a bit nasally or gross or <laughs> or a few sniffs here and whatever there. you hear like please ignore <laughs> yeah. i've been having like 10 billion strips of the day <laughs> i'm over it frankly i can't breathe i'm done just wake up in the morning and you're just clogged and then you spend the day like declogging and then you wake up the next morning and it's started it's all refreshed. again and it's, it's like quite horrible. what do you want anyway let's move along how was your week aj <laughs> tell me about it <laughs> well it was much better than last week. One of the good points of the week was the Ozfluence launch that we got to go to on Monday. If you follow us on Instagram at What The Gap Podcast, you would have seen we had little flies in the goodie bags. Felt really cool to kind of get our name out there and to be behind such a innovative launch, right? And huge congrats to Chloe, our friend who launched it. Yeah, she is a powerhouse, that woman, honestly. She told me that she had this idea to create an influencer-focused network. Within a day, I swear she had had the website up, (laughs) she had made an app. She just took that idea and she made it a reality. And it has been so inspiring to to watch it happen, even as just like a best friend. I've learned so much from her, just seeing that if you have an idea and you believe in it, you can create a business out of it very quickly, especially if you're committed. I kind of like this podcast. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And here's our little side hustle. So So another highlight of that event was uh, I got to have some of my favorite cheeseburger dumplings again. Oh, yeah. Dumplings. If you haven't been in Melbourne, they do like, how would you say, specialty dumplings? Yeah, like very special. Exactly. So you've got these crazy flavors of like cheeseburger. They've got, I think like apple pie or apple crumble dumplings. Yeah, they have like dessert dumplings. Oh, it's it's pretty insane. I mean, unfortunately as a vegan, I can only try like two flavors and they're pretty much what mushroom or like roasted veggies, which is still nice, but someone who eats meat, you're going to enjoy it. <laughs> I had a couple of uh, delightful walks to work cuz Kinsey got to walk with me to and from work this week, which she hasn't done in a while. I used to walk AJ to work and like find a cafe to set up pretty close to his work. But based on like a lot of my ambassadorships, I've just been working around those and they're in kind of different areas. Yeah. So 
Lucky you. So lucky me this week. And another highlight was the NBA started again. So Okay, back relate. in action <laughs> can't relate it was a crazy off season and there was a ton of trades that went down it's going to be a really exciting season so i'm very excited well i'm sure there's a community out there who cares but that's just not me moving <laughs> on so things that weren't that great this week included my sleep which was just completely off there was no sort of routine or pattern to it another con of the week i had a fight with kenzie over here uh in regards to the podcast and the content mm-hmm. um and how we were going to be managing it because a lot of it is very new to both of us but there's aspects of it that she knows already uh like garage band mm. and i i want to learn it because i want to be be contributing to making and recording and the whole process but at the moment that's not my strength so it sort of caused that bit of a start of, of the row well it's not so much that i don't want you to learn of course i want you to learn but obviously when you're starting a podcast or starting anything pace matters so much especially with something like a podcast where you've really got to get the hype out there quickly and we want to get straight into being consistent for you guys so we want a podcast out every monday and the thing is right now if i teach aj or we take that time to you know, show AJ the ins and outs of editing on GarageBand, for example, that's going to take a day to edit the podcast, a day which we don't have on top of our current lifestyles. Uh, We we just don't. So in order to make this side hustle maintainable, we have to play to our strengths at the moment and then utilize any spare time for learning. I think that's what the argument was about. And I got annoyed at AJ because, yeah, I was like, we have to play to our strengths. If I can bang out copy then I should be the one on copy. But we've got to find something for you that you can do. For example, like AJ's great at research. I will take two seconds and I will come up with the answer and tell you it. <laughs> and it may not be well researched. <laughs> Whereas AJ's great at that. He's going to be analytical. He's going to read 10 articles before he tells you the answer. So I think that was the core of the argument, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Anyway, we're over it. The rest of the week was pretty good. Uh, my fitness was not the best. I had a couple of runs this week, which went well, but um, I just wasn't really into it because we had a million other things going on this week. Um, it was a very like, broken up week in terms of uh, events and collaborations and yeah, things. Yeah, we had a lot on. Yeah. But so, then again, you do say that most weeks. I do. I just want to put that yeah. out there. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's up to you. If you want to prioritize it, you can. I do. No, I, I really enjoyed the runs I did, so... I'm getting <laughs> It's back to that. <laughs> Doesn't matter if we're doing much as long as we're enjoying it. <laughs> anyway, moving on because we want to keep this weekly sum up a little tighter this week. How was your week, Kenzie? Okay, in terms of what went well, me and AJ actually decided this week that with summer on the horizon, we want to be a little smarter about the way we eat and yeah, also just kind of rehaul our diet a bit, bring it back into the wholesome foods, I suppose. So we decided we're going to avoid kind of the more refined foods. So things like refined sugar, refined carbs. We're not cutting anything out. We're not going on any crazy diet. But we were talking about how these, you know, eight-week challenges that are hosted by many fitness destinations, they're really effective for people because they give them something to be accountable to. But because we're not doing any of those challenges, If I see a processed food in the cupboard, I'm like, why shouldn't I have that? Whereas if I'm on a challenge or if I'm being accountable to someone, 
It's an easy no. It's like when I went vegan. It's an easy no once I've decided. So we thought, let's create a little challenge for ourselves. Let's be a bit more wholesome, a bit more unprocessed. Let's just refine our diet down a bit, back towards all the, the plants, the good stuff, right? Yeah. So that actually really helped me this week. I avoided shitty snacks that are mostly processed because what you find if you avoid refined stuff is there's not many snacks other than fruit. Yeah. So I ended up not over snacking, which is new for me <laughs> and actually eating balanced meals instead, because like a lot of the time, especially when I'm busy, I will just snack a lot here and there. And then by the time I get to meal times, I may be not as hungry yeah. or I'm just like, Oh, I've had enough to eat. I'm fine. And like, I avoid getting in the actual good stuff. <laughs> so that helped me this week. I'm looking forward to continuing it. I think it's already just guiding us to make better decisions. Do you yeah. feel that? Many times I looked at things and I was like, oh, damn, that's, that's kind of refined. Isn't it? <laughs> and then I was like, no, you know what? I can have this. I can, I don't know, put a little effort in and make a small meal instead. Another thing that went well, it's related to the Ausfluence launch. I actually remembered what makes me so excited and a lot of different things that really light my fire this week yeah. and one of them is public speaking i love it <laughs> can you tell by the fact that i just talk and talk and talk on this podcast i love public speaking i love getting to know new people being surrounded by new people i got the opportunity to do that the osborne launch it was a lot of people i know but also people i hadn't met other than on instagram I just got a buzz from that and also as we said there was a lot on this week, a lot of different events. I was actually an extra on set. I can't talk about what it was, but <laughs> there was a lot of diversity in my days, which I realized that that is so important to me. It yeah. makes me so excited for life. It keeps the momentum going. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. What didn't go so well? Sorry. AJ, what was that noise? Sorry, I was about to cut in, sorry. Okay, cool, I'm sorry. What didn't go so well was the heat this week i cannot handle when it's like above 24 degrees <laughs> i genuinely cannot i am like a drama queen to the max <laughs> i feel like humid stuffy i'm moody i can't even touch you <laughs> exactly in this trans seasonal period it's very stuffy and humid as opposed to like nice summer days i also struggle with focus when it's hot because i feel like doing nothing or just being outside in the sun or at the beach there's no in between so i struggled a little bit there but you know what i gotta bloody suck it up because it's only gonna get harder from here on out what else didn't go so well this is also kind of related to the hay feverish thing i've been really good at my running the past few weeks like integrating runs here and there i don't think i did a single long run this week i think i did like max maybe five to seven k which isn't bad but the thing is it's like one of my goals to increase my running yeah i don't think i nailed that this week i didn't really prioritize it i think i was a bit of a wimp i was like i can't breathe so i won't run don't worry i ran for us i did a good amount of like f45 and things like that so it's not like my fitness went downhill but like i know one of my goals is to increase my running and to improve that and the only way to do it is to run so mackenzie fucking get off your ass and run <laughs> The other thing as well, I totally agree. Our sleep was crap. Yeah. Again, to do with the heat, but we can totally improve on that. As we said last episode, we're part of the 5am club. And if you don't get your sleep, 
you're just going to fall out of it. It's not going to be maintainable. So we need to get back into that routine of getting into bed at like 9 p.m. Yeah. Doesn't matter if we've missed the Bachelor episode. <laughs> it can be caught up on. And we also claim we don't care about it that much. And then it's like, we've just come home for an event, 9.30.10, puts it straight yeah. on. <laughs> are, we, are we watching it right now? <laughs> exactly. That's our little sum up this week. Now we're going to move on to the topic of the week, the super juicy topic, age gaps. So in case you missed last week's podcast, we'll refresh you. What is the age gap between me and you, AJ? The age gap between us is actually seven years. That's right. So I'm 21 and he is 28 going on 29, which is quite a sizable age gap, I think, especially for when you're in your 20s. Yeah. So we're going to be talking all about that today. Obviously, the gap between me and AJ, what we thought when we first met each other and how it impacted our next movements in kind of getting together, any false assumptions we had about dating someone that was older or younger than you. And the actual true obstacles that come with dating someone a substantially different age to you. I think there are a lot of misconceptions about what actually comes into play when you have an age difference. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And how much of it actually doesn't really relate to age? Exactly. Like a lot of the time it relates to personality, just ways of being, habits, all those things that people will blame on age. If there's an age difference yeah I think we've been guilty of doing that at times yeah but anyway we'll get into it and we'll nut it out a bit more I think the best place to start is let's go right back to when we first met we met in a cafe and quickly started working together Kenzie was working part-time I was full-time so we crossed over here and there with shifts over during the weekends and things and the occasional close on the evening I didn't know how old she was at the start. If you met Kinsey, she carries herself very well and she comes across way older than she actually is. When I first met her, I would guess maybe like 23, 24. I was 17, I think, when I first met AJ. I'd just come down to Wellington for university. I'm not sure if I've said that before. So I was, I was a young one. <laughs> but you would never guess from how you are as a person. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, I'm still to this day shocked <laughs> at how old you are and what you achieve and how you do life. It's, like, actually insane. Thanks, XO. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we, we quickly started working together. And I was hinting at my managers, like, asking them, like, oh, like, how old is Kenzie or whatever? And then I remember one of them telling me, uh, she's 17, stay the away from her don't you go anywhere near her otherwise i'll beat you up you remember who it was yeah i remember <laughs> she was a very intimidating lady so i kind of backed up a bit and i was like yeah okay all right chill out chill out after i was told your age i just i couldn't believe it i genuinely didn't i was like there's no way we had this conversation after we closed one night and i somehow managed to get your id off you well you told me you wanted to look at my id i don't remember why you said that yeah but I remember you wanted to look at it. And I do recall thinking, this is a bit weird. Why does he want to look at my ID? Because it was, it was kind of out of nowhere. It's one of those funny, like, random chats, like, you always want to see people's driver's license I thought or it something. was that. I thought it was yeah. like, oh, you want to see an embarrassing photo. And I was yeah. like, oh, it's not that bad. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was kind of one of those moves. And then that's when I saw the date. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. She wasn't lying. This is the <laughs> truth. She really is a bubba. <laughs> I mean, I was I was very into Kenzie because she's a beautiful girl and she's very like self-motivated, driven, like powerhouse woman. And, you know, 
guys are very attracted to that so I was just instantly taken by her like as soon as I saw her walk in the door with her CV I was just like I gotta know more about her just even your walk like how you walk it's captivating think like Rihanna <laughs> walking down the Victoria's Secret fashion show and you're pretty much nailing it no nah, I don't I honestly have never thought about my walk in my life so that's kind of a shock to me anyway how did it change how you looked at me did it change you wanting to pursue me? Well, I was at the stage where I really kind of wanted someone. I wanted a relationship. And when you started, I was just like, there's potential here. We get along so well. We're constantly flirting. We're, we have fun. After I found out that, it made me rethink, like, she's great and we get along so well, but she's probably not at the same stage that I was in terms of wanting to not settle down, but, like, be in a, be in a relationship and, you know, share those kind of, aspects of life with one another and um, share the love basically my age made you think she won't be there ready to give the way I will be yeah I mean you just moved here your first year uni going out and I, I was living that life at that time I was determined to make the most of the first year uni experience so I was going out you know two to three times a week most of the occasions I actually came into work, I was sung over. <laughs> that was my norm at that cafe job. That's why I got a cafe job, because I just wanted it to be a bit of money, a bit of fun, you know, a job. That's, yeah. that's all I really needed, and one that could work around being a crazy uni student. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could potentially hook up at one point, but I wouldn't have thought it would go any further than that. Right, so that was kind of like an assumption, purely based on age. Purely assumption, like, after I figured that out. Okay, well, I'll tell my side of it now. When I first walked in, it's actually kind of funny, AJ was one of the first people I saw when I walked into this cafe. I was coming in for my interview, and I had to speak to him to ask for the managers and everything, so... I instantly got butterflies and I, I remember thinking to myself, oh, for goodness sake, I just wanted a job that would be low maintenance. I could come in and leave. Why am I already attracted to someone here? Girls will relate to this. I mean, guys will relate to this as well. Sometimes you just don't want anyone you like at your workplace because you're like, then I can have the freedom to come in. If I look a little bit crap or I feel a bit off that day, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, so I came in and I, I had to speak to him. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's, he's a good-looking chap. <laughs> I had my interview with my managers, obviously got the job, and then started working part-time. I think I worked one weekday and a couple of weekend shifts every week. I loved flirting with AJ, obviously. I found him really attractive. I enjoyed those shifts <laughs> where we were both working. And I don't know how I found out your age. I think I must have asked one of the other girls, actually. It must have come up somehow. And I remember thinking, oh, that's a bit much. Because I was <laughs> 17 at the time, and I think AJ was 25. Yeah. And prior to this, back in school, I had dated, I think the maximum age I dated was 23. I've always been quite mature. So I had experimented with older people, but I think 25 was beyond my limit. In my head, it was kind of like, oh, age is but a number. But, you know, if you're beyond 23, it's too much. <laughs> Even 23 at that time, I think I was 16 when I dated someone 23. It didn't last for very long, so it kind of turned me off. For the most part, I decided if I am going to date someone older, it should probably be only like three to four years Couple max. Years. 
when I found out the news about AJ's age, I was kind of gutted. But I think I had the same perspective as you. I thought, you know what? This doesn't completely put it off the cards. If there ever comes a moment where maybe we can have a cheeky pash, it could happen. I'll let myself go there. But at the same time, I don't see a relationship forming. I'm also not looking for a relationship. I never really have been. Prior to AJ, my longest relationship was about six months. And even then, it wasn't really a solid six months. It was really here and there. And I just wasn't a relationship girl. I was very... Very independent. Very independent. Loved just being that flirty, all over the place kind of girl. So let's talk about how it actually came about then. Because me and AJ have kind of discussed this before. You didn't actually want to make the first move, did you? No, I, I definitely didn't. Yeah, and why was that? It was kind of because, I mean, I knew that I was that much older than you. So I didn't want to be the one to be too forward and make the first move out of respect. Mm. I kind of needed you to uh, almost give me permission in a way to like say this is okay. Yeah. Because I didn't want to come across creepy or like, oh, I just like the seedy guy trying to hit on the 17-year-old yeah. that's at the cafe. It's It's a fine line because if I hadn't been interested in you, the reality is you would have come across as that creepy guy at the cafe. Yeah, I would Like have. the story could have gone very differently. I could have been going back to my friends and instead of being like, there's this cute older guy, it would have been a completely different story. I would have said there's this creepy older guy who is actually full on flirting with me and he needs to take a step back. The only difference here is whether I, I like you or not and I like the affection from you or not. Yeah. And that's really the impact that age has, right? I think so. I kind of did write AJ off as soon as I found out his age. As I said, if the opportunity came up where we could have a brief hookup or something like that, I maybe would have gone there. But I didn't see that opportunity coming up, given that we were working together. It was just like, when would that opportunity arise where we wouldn't be in a workplace setting? How do you bring it out without, I don't know, actually asking one another on a date? And yeah. I don't think either of us were in that mindset after knowing our age where we would have done that. No, you're completely right there. And that's sort of what led to the cocktail party that I threw. Which <laughs> is kind of ironic, actually. I have told AJ this before, but I was actually dating a guy right before this cocktail party. I always hold it against AJ. Like, if I hadn't have done this, we wouldn't even be here. <laughs> but it's actually kind of true. Like, I just started dating a guy who was my age. Then I got this invite to this cocktail party. And I remember sitting down with my best friend and being like, this may sound really shit given that I'm in a relationship right now, but I have this strong feeling in my heart that I want to be single for this cocktail party. And I said to her, isn't it bad that I want to be single even for the risk or the chance of something happening with AJ? Doesn't that show I just shouldn't be in my relationship full stop? And she was like, yeah. It absolutely does, because you're willing to be single just for the chance that something happens, the off chance that it happens. And so I was like, you know what, I need to end this relationship. My head is not in it. If already I want to be single, we'd been dating about a week. So that is not great. Maybe two weeks. So I went and had the conversation with a boyfriend, did the whole we'd be better as friends, and was excitedly single for this cocktail party. Do you want to explain how it went down, AJ? So from my experience, there's nothing better for team bonding than a classic night out together. 
where just anything goes and you can go out all night there's no rules or regulations and you just have a good time Mm. as a whole team like together that's sort of where I had an idea to throw a cocktail party with all of our staff and everyone would bring the ingredients to make one cocktail and we would do rounds and everyone would make a round for everyone and that's when I sent out the invites on Facebook made a little group and yeah, obviously Kenzie was top of the list first <laughs> first invite um, <laughs> even though she was just a part-timer she had the priority we did end up kissing that night nothing more <laughs> nothing just more. kissing that night we all went to work the next day pretty <laughs> very dusty <laughs> exactly not in good form but that kind of broke the barrier I guess We'd enacted that first move, I enacted the first move, uh, where we confirmed that we were both into each other. And it was kind of that weird zone that day where obviously we were both on a high, like, oh, we got together. The question was, would it go any further? Would we just make out when we had the opportunity? (laughs) Or would we actually make the effort to hang out? Would we actually take it somewhere? And I think subconsciously, we both had this idea that we wanted to take it further. We wanted to get to know each other. I know at this stage, I wasn't just interested in getting with you. I think by that stage, I'd learned enough about you that I was like also attracted to your personality. Yeah, no, thank you. (laughs) Okay, thank you for that contribution, AJ. Long story short, we continued to hang out and it wasn't just to get with each other, it was to do things and to talk and to get to know each other. And I guess the more we did that, the more we realized that this connection surpassed just sexual attraction. We were actually into each other, into each other's minds. (laughs) Learn the truth. (laughs) Yeah, so that's basically how we got together. Obviously we had those presumptions about what age might mean, but we kind of defied them and our attraction just pulled us together anyway, right? Yeah. So now we're three and a half years down the track. We want to talk about what things we were right about and what things we were wrong about. So where does age actually play a big part? What conflicts and obstacles does it bring up? And where are we so wrong? Where do we create these false assumptions based on age that just aren't really a thing? Or maybe they are a thing, but they don't relate to age at all. Let's get into it. Are you listening? We've made a list of false assumptions that we and we think other people may make about age gaps and the role they play in a relationship. And then we've also got a column called True Obstacles, which is the reality of where age gaps get in the way. So the first thing we've got under false assumptions is your lives looking incredibly different. Let's take it back to when we first met. Our lives looked quite different. First off, I was partying a lot. I was at uni. AJ was <laughs> a lot of scores. No, I'm kidding. AJ was working full time at a cafe, about to get back into design. He'd lived overseas. He'd lived away from home technically for a long time. So it was a bit of a balancing act when we started hanging out, like outside of work. Mm. Um, one of the classic things was me inviting you around for dinner because I know that you didn't love the uni hall foods. Mm. And the other time that we were hanging out was when you would go out to town and you would come and stay at my house because I lived right around the corner from a lot of the clubs. Yeah, but that's not the only reason that came. No, it wasn't You're at acting all. acting like I only came to you because you were right around the corner. Of course I didn't. No, I know that, but 
that was one of the main times that you would come round to see me, like on the weekends, especially. Okay, yeah. I guess for me, whilst I was interested in this older guy, I didn't want to sacrifice what it meant to be a young girl. And like and first year uni. First year uni. I guess I was determined to explore what relationship could be there or what fun I could have there. But I wasn't going to sacrifice where I was at at the same time. We both knew at that point that we liked each other. Yeah. But we still had no idea where that was going to go. Exactly. So. If anywhere. For me, partying actually lasted about six to eight months, I would say. Or maybe even a shorter time than that. Might have been five months. When you go into first year uni, you think the whole first year is going to be like that. Yeah. But you actually get over going out three times a week, being dusty as hell and repeating the same nights out over and over and the thing is i am such a go-getter i went down and i wanted to meet other creative people i wanted to explore wellington i love things like hiking so i wanted to be able to do that on the weekends and i had a lot of goals i still have a lot of goals so i think i got over that pretty quickly and at the same time meeting aj actually allowed me the opportunity to explore other things i like than just going out and having a dance or, you know, getting drunk. Yeah. Because when I was surrounded by uni students, obviously that was kind of all we were doing. And I enjoyed it, but I also missed getting up at 7am on a Sunday and going and utilising the whole day and things like that. I think by that stage I was done with the partying and I was ready to reform my life a bit back on track, you know? So after that brief period where our lives looked quite different through spending time together, we quickly realised that we had a lot of the same goals and a lot of the same direction and drive. Our lives quickly started to mesh together quite quickly. And I don't think that was just because we started spending more time together. Obviously that helps. But I think it was we were choosing the same sorts of ways for spending our days. So I loved getting up early and going for a run and going to the markets and just filling my days with so much so much stuff and seizing them and you were all on board with that too yeah because I would always be at the cafe working six days a week so I'd maybe get two days off a week and when I did have those days I just wanted to maximize them exactly so I think we realized down to the core our ways of living or the way we see life and how we want to spend it was actually a lot similar And even if I was going out from time to time, I think you understood that that came with being young, but you also saw me as more than that. And you respected that whilst I did want to give in to that, you know, young, fun side of life, and I didn't want to skip over it, I also wanted to do so much more than that. Yeah, and I I also knew because I'd done uni, I'd been Mm. the first year, I didn't want to like, you know take that experience away from you and yeah. you, you have to do that like that's yeah. part of it so I'd never wanted to like change your life and how you were doing things that much that you would regret it or start to um, resent me mm-hmm. so I do think that it is a false assumption at times that just because you are different ages that your lives will be wildly different or that what you want to do with them will be wildly different Honestly, depending on where you're at mentally and also your perspective on life, I think a lot of the times how you want to spend your days could be the same if you're 22 or if you're 30. 
for brief periods, they might look different depending on what you've decided to do. If you've decided to go on a gap year, if you're working, whatever you're doing, they might look different. But to think that down to the core, you are at entirely different places is quite a false assumption, 100%. especially in your 20s, because most of the time, even as a uni student, you're edging into full-time work. And for you, you've just done it for a bit longer. You're at a pretty similar place if your mental space aligns as well. So kind of on the same note, the next thing we've got in terms of false assumptions about age gaps is emotional maturity linking to age. As much as we had that age gap, Mackenzie, the way she carried herself and the way she thought about things and the way she did things was so much older or more mature, sorry, than, you know, initially if you see her ID, you would think. I don't blame you for thinking that though. Like if I was 25 and I met a 17-year-old, I would have thought the same thing. Yeah, so through the process of getting to know each other, we actually figured out that we were at quite similar levels in terms of emotional maturity. Yeah. That ended up being one of the things that we figured out we got along really well with. In fact, it's probably one of our strengths that we're at a similar place in terms of emotional experience, would you say? Yeah, and where we want to go and how we want to use our brains and apply them and, you know, do life. I think you just lost what maturity <laughs> means. I don't think we have to go into that one too much, but I think it's a reminder that just because you see someone who is 17 on paper does not mean they are not... 25 inside. Yeah, in terms of, like, emotional intelligence or being aware or being able to communicate with you on a similar level. It's that classic, don't judge someone by their age. Don't undermine someone. Everyone has a different level of experience. And as well, some people, like myself, I would say, are born kind of old souls. From four years old, I think I was a deeper thinker. And I think that has always made me have a bit more emotional maturity. Yeah, and like when I look at how old you are and how you think already, like if I look back and I'm like, if I was at your stage when I was there, like I I can't believe what kind of a person I would be like now. Like it's actually <laughs> insane to think about. Like how much you know and how much you understand. It's like, it's more than me. I like learn from you. It's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. But I think, yeah, the bottom line is we all learn at our own pace. Yeah. And that comes down to personality a lot of the time, not age. Yeah. Comes down to who you are to the core as opposed to how many years you've spent on the planet. Yeah. You know? I think another false assumption is that your friendship groups will be entirely different. Again, linked to emotional maturity, I've always found that I've befriended older people. When it comes to me and AJ sharing friends, it's actually been pretty easy, don't you think? No, I agree, I agree. Because you were so much more mature, you had friends that were of that level as well, and I didn't uh, initially think that. I knew you were like that, but I, I knew that most people of your age aren't like that, and I just don't think I had the time to like deal with first-year uni students just getting wasted mm. and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Hmm. Well, I think, as I said, I've always gravitated towards people who are older or think more like me which is kind of deeper so I actually found it hard to connect with people my age sometimes because 
I found I could have pretty surface of a conversations, but if I wanted to go into the deeper, what is life? Where am I going? <laughs> goals, all that kind of stuff that I'm so interested in. I had to seek older people who were thinking like that. And I'm not trying to come across as cocky or as if, you know, I'm on this insane level that no one's on. Anyone who feels like they are an old soul will relate to the fact that you do have to seek out older people who are really considering their purpose and the bigger questions in life a little earlier on. Yeah, that same level of emotional maturity. Exactly. So yeah, I think that's another false assumption that your friendship groups will be entirely different. Because if you're on the same mental page, you'll probably gravitate towards the same sort of people who are thinking the same way as you, living the same way as you, etc. Right? Yeah. So a lot of the time, you will actually get along with their friends. That was definitely one of those um, like red flags that came up. Yeah. And if you were on a different page emotionally, I think that is where these struggles would come up. And you'd quickly figure that out. Exactly. You would live differently. You would find that emotional maturity comes into play. And you would find that as a result, friendships are very different. So let's talk about where the true conflicts do come in. Age doesn't always have to be a factor. Sometimes mental maturity is stronger, right? Or plays a bigger part. But that's not to say that age will never come into play. No. <laughs> of course, it, it's yeah. going to. It, it definitely does. So the first real conflict that came up to do with age, I think, was related to me. And that was my really independent mindset. That was something that we struggled with at the start, big time. I think the entire time I went into things with AJ, I was just guessing. And I was just experimenting. I didn't actually have a vision for how long the relationship would last based on the age factor. So I thought, you know what, if this lasts a couple of months, we've done well. If it lasts four months, we've done well. But I just, I had no idea. I was like, how long can a relationship with someone this much older actually last? So I don't think I ever went into it with the intention of actually maintaining or creating something. As much as I was committed to AJ, I don't think I was changing anything enough about myself or the way I lived because I wasn't sure how long it would last. <laughs> yeah, you're 100% right. And I think that um, that was where I really struggled because I like wanted to have that more like relationship dynamic where I wanted to like look after you and I wanted to care for you and I wanted to do this for you and that mm. for you. But you were kind of like, I can do it myself, thanks. Exactly. I had accepted that, you know, we were dating, we were in a relationship on paper, but in action, I don't think I was really living in a way that said we were dating. So I was still very independent. I still wanted to do a lot of things myself. I didn't really consider you to the extent I should have. I didn't want to compromise, long story short. I wanted to be in a relationship, but do my own thing. <laughs> That's what it was like, right? Yeah, and that definitely is not how it works. Yeah, for a long time, I just was not sure where it would go. I didn't want to give anything up. I mean, from day dot, I've never wanted to be one of those people who falls into a relationship and loses everything that's them and their path. And because I've always been so driven, I think I was very focused on my own goals and my own career and developing things. And I was like, what if this is just two months? I'm not gonna give up anything for that. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I think the fact that I doubted our relationship so much based on age was a really big deterrent or limiter for a long time. It actually wasn't until we came over to Melbourne, we'd maybe been here five or six months, lived together for the longest time we ever had, where I actually had to have a wake-up call. And we'd been together two years by the stage. So guys, if you're worried that you're not learning fast enough, bloody hell, I hope this makes you feel good. Because some lessons take ages to learn. So I always thought being independent and being strong-minded was one of the best traits you could have. It always served me so well in anything related to career, related to pushing myself. Pretty much every area of my life I'd ever encountered, it was a good trait. Yeah. For the first time, I was experiencing its negativities when I was in a relationship with someone. And... This was the first time me and AJ took an actual break. Yeah. I went and stayed with a friend for a little while and we actually took a step back from our relationship and didn't communicate for a few days because we were really stepping on each other's toes and we just weren't changing. Up until that point, it was just like a slow building of like tension and Conflicts. like conflict that, that was just going unspoken. But like mm. it was something that I really wanted to speak about, but... I just wasn't sure, I wasn't myself sure about how to go about it to like not upset you or make you, you know, retaliate in some independent woman way. But also, I don't think you could have told me. I think you could have said it in as many ways as you like, but I wouldn't have heard it. Do you know what I mean by that? Not, not really, explain more. I think that if you're not ready to learn a lesson or if you're not ready to change, somebody could tell you you're doing something wrong or you're not looking at this the right way or you're not contributing the right way and you just you're not ready to hear it you're not ready to change yeah. you don't think it's worthwhile to change or you just haven't really looked at yourself in that way yet and I honestly think it took me two years to look at myself and go holy shit I've been in a relationship all this time and I haven't changed my mindset yeah. and I haven't changed the way I make decisions. And I haven't done so for two years. <laughs> and I think that was honestly a result of just going into the relationship with a flow on sort of head state and being like, we'll see how this goes. Yeah. As opposed to actually being like, I want this. I know I want this. I want to fight for this. Because I didn't know that it was worth fighting for. Yeah. And it really took me that stepping back, took me getting on the phone with one of my best friends. And her saying, for fuck's sake, realize that like you have been in a very selfish head state while he has been in a very selfless head state. He has been considering you this whole time. He's been considering the both of you this whole time while you're still in a head state of considering yourself. And I was like, huh, ain't that the <laughs> truth? <laughs> I needed to hear it from her in that kind of way. She didn't mean it in an insulting way. It was just like, you haven't changed your mindset. Yeah. That was one of the true obstacles related to age. Yeah. When you're young, you were taught to focus on being independent. You were taught that these are your selfish years. Go enjoy them. And so that's what I was doing. I was enjoying them. I was focused on my career. I thought I was ticking all the boxes. But what I realized was you can't actually have the best of both worlds. You can't be in this independent selfish mindset and still 
give a relationship a go. You need to change that. So I'd say that was one of the real conflicts that came up in relation to my age. I just, I hadn't gone through that independent stage yet. So I wasn't ready to be all hands in, I'm thinking about us. And I had to realize that I actually want this relationship. And so I actually need to change my mindset. So the final thing that did bring up a bit of conflict was, I guess, the need to compromise or the fact that even though, as we said, your lives won't look entirely different, there's going to be times when your values do differ a bit. Or there's going to be times where what you want to do differs a bit. And that will usually come up because maybe I haven't experienced enough of something. Maybe I haven't got partying completely out of my system. But AJ's had years to do that. Lots of the times that Kenzie would be like, hey, come out, let's, let's meet up in town. But I would be, you know, in bed, really tucked in. I'd be like, no, I really don't want to, but I know I should because she really wants me to be there and I, I want to be there for her. And so I don't want to let her down and I want to have these experiences with her as well. Yeah, well, I think like a big part of it was realizing that if you are dating someone younger, that still comes with a few different things. Like it will still come into play. If you were dating someone your age, maybe they'd never want to go out. And that would just be part of that dynamic. But because you were dating me, I would expect you to come out because you're my boyfriend. Plain and simple. And there were other times when I had to realise that if you had work the next day, and maybe I had a bit more of a flexible uni schedule, I would have to suck it up and understand. So I think initially that was one of the big conflicts, but you did quickly learn and adapt to understanding that like, just because it was Friday night, it meant you would go out with everyone else, but I would always be working on Saturday. So as much Mm. as you wanted me to come and I wanted to come, but I knew that that would like mess up my next day and I would be a wreck at work and Saturday, the weekend is the busiest time. So it's like, I really wanted to be on point. And then even nowadays, when we are living together, we have different work situations now, there will still be times where we just want to do different things. Where I want to go and be out and about all day and AJ would rather be around home. Yeah. But it's often just in small scenarios. So I think what you realise is how, yes, you'll need to compromise. How, yes, there are little factors where age will play a part. If your day-to-day values differ a little bit, if how you want to spend the next few hours are not quite right that's okay go do your own thing so long as your core values of how you want to spend life so long as your core path of who you want to be where you want to go and what you want to do still aligns then it shouldn't matter do you agree with that i agree with that completely and if you really want to make it work and make this relationship happen those little small things you are happy to compromise with. Exactly. Because at the end of the day, it's the difference between going out and not. Like, come on, it's not the end of the world. (laughs) If you want the same thing, you'll learn to accept that, to embrace the differences, right? And just to work around them, which I think we've actually got really good at. Yeah, we've definitely gotten so much better since Mm -hmm. we like fully moved here and had our own place and lived out and created these new lives together. Yeah, and I think we understand when it's right to show up for yourself and put your own goals first, and when it's right to show up for one another. Yeah. Because as AJ said, maybe he didn't want to go out all the time, but it actually meant a lot to me. 
Yeah. And that's important to note that. Yeah. But also, you know, you're 28, not 52. No, no. <laughs> it, it's not always a bad thing. That no, you it get isn't. pushed into doing something that maybe you wouldn't consider. Maybe that would create some really fun experiences for you. Yeah, and it, and it has to this day. Like, every time I have put in that compromise and be like, no, no, I'm going to come, I'm going to do it. Mm. Um, more than often, I would say, even 95% of the time, it has always led to something awesome. Or I've met someone really cool that I really vibe with. Or mm. we actually have an epic time. Mm. And I love it. And I would say the same goes vice versa. Like, obviously, I go out less now being with AJ. I think I'd probably go out slightly more if I was single. But... I actually get to embrace those other things way more, like coming home and having a really nice chill night and then waking up early, which I love, and going and hitting a workout and then, you know, going out for brunch, going for a walk, seeing Melbourne, all these things. I think sometimes when you actually compromise on the small things, you get to give to other aspects of your personality as well. So I don't think compromise is all bad news. Yeah, and you also learn a lot about one another, like even more so. And you would initially think because you only do those things with them. And I also think sometimes an age gap is really good because it reminds you of things you might have lost. Like I know you've told me before that me being a little more careless, a little more spontaneous, not necessarily always thinking in the long term, has reminded you to see life like that. To be a bit more fun, to (laughs) throw away all these almost adult thoughts or adult ways of looking at something where you'll just kind of jump in like a fucking 21-year-old would, you know? Yeah, 100%. And then AJ's also made me think a bit more seriously sometimes when I need to actually put my head down and go, okay, what consequences could this decision have? He's made me think like an adult when I need to. So let's wrap it up here. Basically, there are some small ways where age might get in the way, but if you're willing to compromise... And if you're willing to embrace those little differences, your core values, those values that you share that are significant, will drive you through. They've driven us through so far. I mean, we're not saying that there's going to be no issues. But if you share those values and you genuinely enjoy one another's company and you just get along, it's going to work itself out if you want it to. Give it a try. At the end of the day, all people really have to go off are the facts and only you yourself know the actual connection that you have with someone. No matter what society says or how it tries to influence you, your opinion should matter the most. Yeah, I think so. If you can take anything away from this episode, it's don't judge yourself too much and don't judge others too much based on age because both can prove you wrong. And until you get to know, like you would have no idea. Yeah, exactly. So I think we'll wrap things up there. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope this has been valuable to you guys. I know it was quite a serious conversation. I hope you guys can relate to it somehow. We'd love to hear your thoughts. So either leave a review or head over to our Instagram. We'll be having the conversation further or this week. There's so many subtopics to this conversation. It's kind of been hard to cover it all. Yeah. But yeah, we want to keep talking about it. So let's go discuss it over on What The Gap Podcast on Instagram, What The Gap Podcast on Facebook. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much. And we'll see you in the next episode. Awesome. Bye, guys. See ya. Are you listening?
damn.